Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome in, happy Friday night to you, wherever you are. Thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time out and about, ready to enjoy a big weekend, raising a glass. I've got my coffee ready, high-octane stuff, ready for the next four hours. Smith is off once again. That means Dan Pyre joins me once again as we get ready for a big weekend. So much 
floating about in our great sporting universe. How are you, buddy? You get out and hit any balls today or do some lawn, uh, landscaping? What do we got? Uh, tried to hit some balls. It was not as successful as I would have hoped. I've uh, got the dew ready. Actually, the dew is being done, so I'm ready for the next four hours. And, uh, yeah, just basically I no sleep up from the early rising of the Open Championship. And, you know, 36 in the books, 36 more to go. Uh, the only thing better is spending the next four hours with you, Mike. So oh, that's, that's, uh, yeah. that's so sweet. Yeah, so it's been a it's been a, it's been a good day. And you mentioned the gardening. Uh, for some reason, these flowers keep dying in a pot that I have. I don't know if it's Uh-oh. ants. I don't know if it's the sun. But I'm like on round number three of these stupid things, and uh, am likely going to be on round four in the middle of next week. Next level stuff. Well, what do they say? Ten thousand hours to perfect anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now with child raising you don't you don't get war, you know you know the mulligans oh man no. you know <laughs> i'll tell you what my you know the our, our son's gonna be three months old next week and all day today mike i've basically just sung him the same song and he's giggled about 30 minutes ago i sang the exact same song straight tears and screaming so really? yeah it hasn't been the greatest of fridays metal song for me. a little bit of wham george <laughs> michael what <laughs> what what are we doing oh it's one of those one of those homemade lullabies that you just kind of just start to sing yourself you just make up words you know i put his name in the song and he loves it until about yeah 30 to 45 minutes ago when he absolutely hated that version of the song. So now I got to go to something new. Girl, you know what I'm going to send you? I have uh, some lullaby versions of classic rock. So I've got oh, an Aerosmith one that I sure. ran with my kids when they were little. Loved it. There's yeah. a Zeppelin one. There's an ACDC one. You name it. They've got it. And it's all yeah, xylophones and other stuff. GNR and yeah. uh, some Beatles that she's go. played. So. November Rain was one of the uh, Guns N' Roses songs. There you go. I have about 32 different versions of November Rain by different artists if you need uh, just a full hour playlist. I don't know if My Michelle will be in the uh, lullaby form. (laughs) 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 Well, that's the one that you're rocking your kids smiling because you know what the lyrics are. Anybody that doesn't remember it, as you listen to us, uh, maybe hit your Google machine uh, and revisit some of those. As Guns N' Roses gets back out on the road, uh, I'll see if I can steal you for a night and take you to a show, Dan. Oh, that'd uh, be great. As they come back to Los Angeles uh, as we get things rolling. we got soccer. We've got Major League Baseball back on the diamond. Uh, we've got live wrestling in front of people again with SmackDown. So I, uh, the big tour for the WWE beginning because, you know, I'm a big nerd uh, celebrating all the milestones and, and the history uh, lessons that we've had with some of the, the greats here over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but the NBA finals, we've got a best of three coming, but we have the Olympic team where we've got a little bit of chaos. We'll get into that as the night goes on. But the story of the day was the unsubstantiated rumor rumbling that Damian Lillard had requested a trade out of Portland. And it became a, whoa, hold on. Uh, Joseph Nurkic uh, started kicking and going, wait a minute, who are you? And who are you saying that he's out? Wait, what? <laughs> so, and he made fun of the guy's name. I didn't quite understand what that was all about. But just the idea that, all right, the exhibition against Australia is canceled, but now Damian Lillard is going to have to take to the podium and he's going to have to answer 
to all of these. He had a, a talk with Chris Haynes uh, over at Yahoo, who joined Dan Patrick on the network earlier this morning, uh, and he talked about the conversation they had. But, you know, it's always best to hear it from the man himself. Here's Damian Lillard. I'll start off, off the rip and say it's not true. I said the last time I spoke to you guys that a lot of things are being said, and, you know, it, it hasn't come from me. So, number one, is it's not true. And secondly, it, I'll also say that I, I haven't made any firm decision on, you know, what my future will be. So uh, there's really no need for uh, anybody else to, to speak for me or report this or report that. Right now, I don't I'm not sure what I'm going to do. What I can say is my intentions and my heart has always been set on being in the Trailblazers uniform for my entire career. Over time, you want to win it all. And I want to win it all in a, a Trailblazers uniform. But we all have to to be making strides toward that. There's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. The first part being, all right, I haven't asked for it. And then in the same breath, and now those are two separate cuts to push together for, you know, just to, for full transparency. Uh, then later kind of says, so I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe I will. You know what that does, Damian Lillard? That allows everybody who claims to be a journalist, big J, little J, no J at all in the blogosphere and in the Twitterverse to start speculating about where you might end up next. And feeds you into the machine. Yeah. Trade machines as well. Right. That's exactly what that statement does. It does nothing to help you. Well, (laughs) you know, I I will say this, though, because I'm actually on the side of Damian Lillard in in saying those comments, because I think he has been as loyal to the Portland Trailblazers as someone could be. And he's not even from Portland. And so this is a guy that is is stuck with the team. Mike, I think he's putting the Blazers organization on notice. Yes. And saying, hey, th- this is I've I've always wanted to be a Portland Trailblazer. And he said each year I go and I look back and this is in the Chris Haynes piece. I look back at what happened, uh, you know, the previous year and I try to do better. But what really seemed to strike him was that they lost to a Nuggets team that didn't have Jamal Murray. And that seemed to sting. And that also told him, I think, really of where Portland stood when it came to the Western Conference. And and that's a you know, that's that's a message to new head coach Chauncey Billups. That's a message to GM Neil Olshay. There it's a message to uh, everyone all the way up uh, up the, the, the chain in the front office, all the way up to ownership. That's where they have to get better. They're one of the worst defensive teams in defensive efficiency ratings. I think they were 29th out of 30. You know, you've got you've got the one piece there. You have got to do a better job of building around him. And I think that Nugget series was just really a wake-up call to see how far they actually are from getting to an NBA title. Well, and I think you look at it as the Western Conference as a whole. Right, he, he understands where where this conference is. You know, you look at the Warriors were depleted, but still dangerous at points. Memphis is on the come. Who knows what New Orleans looks like next year? But they've got a nucleus, right? I don't know what's going to be there with mm-hmm. Ingram and Zion Williamson once we tip the ball off again for the twenty one twenty two season. But they'll be better. Or at least I have to assume they'll be better, all healthy, et cetera, whatever happens with Lonzo Ball. So you look around. The the other part, and this was the great reminder, I think, for a lot of folks in the playoffs, Dan, all the guys that are, quote, young that people are seeing aren't necessarily as young as maybe the general basketball-watching audience believes. Right? Damian Lillard's been in the league nine years already. Mm -hmm. He's not a kid. No. Right? Going back to Giannis, as young as he is, 
And as much as you say, wow, there's still so much room for his game to improve and this, whatever, two MVPs, he's been in the league eight years already. Mm-hmm. Like these guys, uh, while they've, they've been big in headlines, and obviously if you're into cards, memorabilia, fantasy, basketball, betting, whatever, you know this and, and you you watch it. But we, we age ourselves. We don't necessarily age the guys on the court unless it's Tom Brady uh, in the football world. Everybody sure. else kind of is like, wait a minute, hold on. It's like, what? I mean, Chris Paul gets the 36-year-old Chris Paul in every headline. But everybody else is kind of floating yeah. around, especially if they haven't been to the finals or they bowed out early in the playoffs. And for Damian Lillard, there was one other quote I wanted to get to was, I just think we've reached the point where it's like, okay, it's not enough. Do we actually want to win it all? Is that what we're shooting for? We've got to show, we've got to do things to show that. We've got to put action behind that, the desire to win at that level. That's been my only thing this entire time. And now he's off to Japan, right? Reiterating his passion and desire to win with this squad and bring home gold, as every guy did, seemingly, was you, you really want to still do this? <laughs> Seemed to be mm-hmm. uh, a, a repeating question here, and we'll talk about that uh, in about 15 minutes, uh, Olympics-wise. But to your point, putting them on notice of, hey, you got to do this. By the way, you've got to get some magic done while I'm out of town, while I'm out of the country. Yeah, They have no picks do. in the draft, but now it's, all right, what can you do in free agency? And I think I've seen every possible trade connection to C.J. McCollum that could possibly be made. And that was going back to the middle of last year. Yeah, yeah. And and he's really their, their, their most valuable asset. So you'd have to look at it and say, if they are to do something, C.J. McCollum would be a, a, a part of that. And I don't – we've – Got on Kevin Durant's case because he seemed to leave Oklahoma City. He left Oklahoma City high and dry, basically. Went to their biggest, you know, went to their biggest competitor and left Oklahoma City to now where they are. And Damian Lillard, though, is in a different scenario. It's not that he's jumping ship to go to a contender. There's it's it's the fact of everything that was was put in there and he's saying all right I'm giving you guys another opportunity like the thunder were set up and Durant just ended up leaving you know like like they had it set up Dame's just asking for some help I actually liked the names on their roster Mike it's just they didn't they didn't play a lick of defense and right. at some point you have to and you got to take some of that load off of Damian Lillard and yeah Damian Lillard's got to you know bear some of that responsibility but but in a league where so many guys are looking to team up Dame's been one of those guys who has who has been loyal to Portland kind of like how Giannis has been in Milwaukee and maybe Portland needs to learn from what Milwaukee did and get creative and try to put something together and put some sort of product to to appease him because yeah this is this is the first time that I've really seen him waver like I thought last year when when the Clippers were mocking him and then he fought back and and was mocking Patrick Beverly and Paul George and their you know goodbye for the playoffs whole thing um, I thought that that was okay. Dame's just going to be a blazer for life. But now to hear these comments, completely different story. And I actually don't blame him one bit. Blazers need to put up or shut up or Damian Lillard's going to be out of town. Remember, also been around guys it, just for the the time they've been together in the Olympic, uh, for lack of a better term, bubble together. Uh, they start chatting about their experiences and yeah. moving team to team. And you got a lot of guys on that squad led by Durant who've done the moving around who found greener pastures yeah. or different scenarios that not only helped them professionally and got them over in terms of titles, but also for their own personal, 
opportunities to go learn, grow, invest, etc. Right. One of the great things Durant always said about going to play with the Warriors was he was in Silicon Valley. So he could always get a meeting and go pick the brains of all the the big shots at all the tech companies. Mm-hmm. And what does he do now? He's got investments all over the place sure. with a lot of those companies and with emerging technologies. So there, there's learning to be done as well. And it's it's like, you know, the kid going off to college, you know, at, at some point you got to expand that horizon, right? You may move back down the road and the statistics say you, you grow up within some small distance from where you grew up uh, for the average person. But you know, sometimes you got to go away, see what you don't know. And for Damian yeah. Lillard, after nine years, maybe there's just a little bit of that curiosity. And I, I give him even more credit. You know, when Giannis came to Milwaukee, he was an 18-year-old teenager from Greece that didn't know anything about America. So everything that he learned about America was in Milwaukee. Damian Lillard's an Oakland kid, played you know college hoops in Utah at Weber State. So it's not like he had ties to Portland yet. I think if he left Portland. I don't think that the Blazer fans, and I could be wrong, I don't live in Portland, but I don't think there would be as much animosity knowing what the organization has failed to do and what Damian Lillard has tried to do for that organization. I think that actually the Blazer fan base, for as much as it would stink if he left, if he went somewhere else, would at least have some sympathy and understand that, hey, he was here, you know, he turned 31 yesterday. You know, like to to your point of how old he is, I think that they at least understand what he's done for the team and what the team didn't do for him. He's Dan Byer in for Jason Smith. At Dan Byer on Fox is where you find him on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Uh, This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, When those reports that started to flow this morning happened, uh, Dan, in my timeline, a number of uh, please go to the Knicks. Forget about, you know, anybody else. Go to the Knicks things from Jason Smith. He also did confirm that he was on the way to a White Castle last night when he was pulled over. Really? I don't know if that that was was a joke, uh, if he was joking or if he was being 100% transparent. But he did tweet that out late last night. (laughs) You nailed it. Now, you know, he's a creature of habit. Uh, as it were. So <laughs> we'll, we'll continue to follow his exploits, see what comes up uh, in the hotline uh, later on tonight. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. 
the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We head out to the hotline. Capologist, writer for Bleacher Report, basketball insiders, NBA TV. He's everywhere. He's our guy, Eric Pekas. Eric, what's going on? Hey, I'm I'm enjoying uh, hot Las Vegas right now. Uh, ready for some basketball, some NBA action. Getting ready for uh, what game? What are we at? Game five. I'm looking forward to it. So much going on, and obviously in Las Vegas, a lot of tongues flapping uh, and gums flapping. I should say with their and tongues wagging as people try to figure out the next mechanics of things. Not only the concerns with Team USA and roster construction, but it was all about Damian Lillard today. How many teams did you have to run through the cap to figure out how they make it work? <laughs> <laughs> to acquire Damian Lillard. Well, I, I wrote on Dame about, I don't know, a few weeks ago. Uh, it was more in relation to my editors wanted to look at what the possibility was for the Lakers. And then I touched on some of the other teams. But I'll be working on the, the next piece, which is going to be more general uh, in the next few days. And I'm, I'm talking to people just to get a sense. And, I, and it's really right now, uh, from what I can tell anyway, it's just uh, every team that – thinks they have a shot preparing for whatever they could offer. I don't believe that they've had intensive actual 
conversations. From what I can tell, they're, 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 the Blazers are not soliciting packages right now. But I think we're getting close to that possibility. It's really going to take Dame Lillard to force that. And he came out and sort of backtracked on what was a very hot rumor mill day. There were some reports. I've lost track of where those even reports came from. I think Henry Abbott, uh, mm-hmm. I think that was a tweet that, that said that it's coming. What I've learned in the NBA is either things are, I mean, in life, it's either it's true or it's false, right? I mean, <laughs> it's probably reasonably good intel, and it's probably somewhat true, and maybe it happens. Or maybe he got bad intel, but he's been in this industry for a very long time and isn't one to just come out with something wild like that. And I believe he's Portland-based or Seattle-based, Northwest-based. So, uh, you know, teams are very eager to get a chance at Dame Lillard, duh, because he's one of the best players in the league. So the question is, are the Blazers ready to do that? And what is Dame willing to do to get to where he wants to go, wherever that may be? Yeah, that was actually my question, Eric, on the Blazers side of things, because I read the piece with Chris Haynes, and I just felt that it was Dame telling Portland and Chauncey Billups and Neil Olshay, everybody there, that, all right, you better do something. Has Portland tried to look at any packages for them to help Dame out in a Trailblazers uniform? Well, I mean, that's something they've been trying to do for the last two, three, four, five years, right? It's not like they haven't attempted to do that. And I think that they believed in the last year and a half or whatever that they got Covington. They felt the move for Powell was uh, an upgrade uh, from Gary Trent Jr. We could debate whether that's true or not. Uh, But that was what they believed. And they had, you know, they had Nurkic, they had gotten Cantor as the backup center. They had relatively good health. I mean, everyone was hurt this year, Uh, but they they were healthier than the Nuggets. And I think Dame sees like, this is not a winning situation. That's what he said. He's like, we're, we're just not good enough. We're not a bad team. We're a good team. We're a playoff team, but we're not a championship team. And how do we get there? And I look at their situation. I look at their assets. They don't have a ton of picks. They, they, they never really tanked and they were never terrible, which is good. Uh, good for the fans, but they never got a lot of draft picks uh, of note. They didn't do a lot with those draft picks. The best one that they God, I think was Trent and they cashed him out for Powell and Powell can opt out. And if he wants to go somewhere else, why would Powell want to stick around? If he's got what to play with Damian Lillard, who doesn't want to be there, he probably opts out his free agency. There aren't a lot of shooters, there aren't a lot of wings. He's probably going to go get paid somewhere. So if you lose him, can you cash out CJ uh, McCollum and, and get something that is an upgrade? Cause CJ is one of the best uh, combo guards in the league. I mean, he's, he's not, uh, maybe an, an all-star, but he's a borderline all-star. And that's hard to replace. You you let him go, can you get Ben Simmons? Uh, but I think the Sixers are like, well, we're not going to go and take C.J. McCollum for Ben Simmons when we want Dame for <laughs> Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? It's like, why are we going to give Damian an, an escape shoot uh, and, and give him a reason to want to stay? So there's a lot of politics that goes into all these things. You say, okay, if Dame wants to leave, there are 29 teams start going on the list, but he's not going to want to go to 29 teams. He's going to want to go to a select few. And then there's the line of what does Portland want? Do they want to rebuild? Do they want to stay competitive? Can they give him a reason to stay? I don't know if they can. I think it's a real long shot to say, oh, yeah, they're suddenly going to be able to turn this team into a championship contender against the the, the Lakers, against the 
the Suns against the Warriors when they're healthy. And you, I mean, that's not even talking about the teams in the East, like the Giannis and the Nets. I mean, they're just not at that level. How do they get to that level? That's, that, I mean, if anyone could just get to the level, they'd get to that level. That's an almost impossible thing to do in the NBA. Love the chess matches that are about to take place. Eric Pinkus with us, at Eric Pinkus, where you follow him on Twitter, capologist, writer, instructor, Bleacher Report, basketball insiders, NBA TV, sports, at Sports Biz Class. That's one. Uh, we, need, we need to talk about that offline uh, because, well, that's where I, I love the, the numbers game of all of this, Eric, because uh, that's what we're <laughs> talking about here in L.A., right, with the Lakers. That now becomes the, the next piece other than watching reviews for Space Jam. Uh, there's a lot of hand-wringing over how the season ended, the ifs, ands, and buts about health, but now roster construction a, a big deal beyond Damian Lillard. Uh, they got to go take care of Taylor Horton Tucker and try to figure out what you build as LeBron gets a year older. What kind of uh, impediments are there uh, for them given the salary cap restrictions? Well, uh, they're, they're pretty well committed when you have LeBron and AD. That's a lot of money there. Now, if they traded, they don't have many players under contract. They've got Kuzma, they've got Contavious Colwell Pope, and then a very little money to uh, Marcus All and uh, Alfonso McKinney, and they have the number 22 pick. In theory, they could trade all that and get nothing back, right? Like the team like the Thunder or you know, teams that have cap room, they could take on those players. And there's a path where the Lakers could get to cap room, but it would be in the 20 million range. It wouldn't be that much. I don't think it solves the problem of, of getting them some third star because you basically have to let go of Dennis Schroeder. You have to let go of any of the free agents. You might be able to keep Taylor Horton Tucker, but basically you wouldn't have a lot of depth. So for the Lakers to go for cap room doesn't seem practical, but uh, they, they could go and look to trade for players for value, see what uh, they can get for Kyle Kuzma, see what they can get uh, for KCP. And together they make, they both make 13, basically 13 million. So that's 26 million. And then Montrezl Harrell has an option. That's roughly 10 million. We're going to use round numbers to make it simple. And so if you take 13 and 13 and 10, well, that's like enough to trade for any single player in the league as far as salary matching. Uh, so the Lakers can get to any player, but that's easy to say mathematically. But if, if are you going to be able to get a Damian Lillard if you're offering uh, Kuzma, KCP, Montrezl Harrell, and a bunch of picks? They don't have a ton of picks, but let's say a couple of, of first-rounders. It's not overwhelming. And uh, THT, Taylor Horn Tucker, I think has probably 10 teams that think he's one of the best young prospects in the league. He's only about six to nine months older than the top players in this draft. He's already shown he can play at the NBA. He's an elite finisher, needs to work on his jump shot. And then there's probably 10 who are like, eh, he's okay. And probably another 10 that think he's a, a solid, good ro- rotation player. Uh, but if there's one of those 10 teams is the Blazers, then maybe they'd have some interest uh, or if there was some other star. So the Lakers don't have a tremendous amount of flexibility. It's really about, is there a market for KCP Kuzma? And if Montrezl Harrell opts in and, and Harrell and, and THT all share an agent uh, with LeBron and AD uh, and KCP for that matter uh, in clutch sports, uh, Rich Paul. So there is some synergy there where, uh, a lot of times it's very difficult to get everyone on the same page. It's a little easier for the Lakers because everyone's on the same brand. So if there's something crazy that happens, 
it's a, just a little bit easier for the Lakers to get it done than maybe another team where you can't get everyone to uh, agree to the kind of things they need to happen to, to make it work. Has Chris Paul run out of gas, or, or what do you think is, is going on with the point guard now that we're, we're approaching yeah. game five? Yeah, this is a tough one. So Chris, his career arc is that he's gotten to the finish line and has stalled out, and it's usually been injury to himself or to a teammate. Uh, or in those key, key moments, he's made a mistake. And, and one of the, the most glaring was with the Clippers. They just needed to inbound the ball, get fouled, hit some free throws. They beat the Thunder. Instead, he decides he's going to throw a, a, a bad pass up court, and, and it, it leads to a turnover, and then they lose the series because of that. And when I saw what he did against the Clippers to close out that series uh, with the Suns, it was it was it was like a, a cathartic experience to say, okay, he's overcome some of these demons. He's gone to the next stage, and then they went up 2-0, and I was like, okay, Chris is taking care of business. I know he's got a hand injury. I know he's still dealing with some shoulder stuff. Everyone's hurt. He's a little bit older, so it's a little harder for older guys to deal with injury, but I, I, I still feel like there's a block that he's in his own way a little bit. He had a key turnover where he just sort of lost his balance and – you know, it, it's things like that where you say, well, it happens, but, you know, those those players who take home the, the, the championship at the end, they find a way in those moments to somehow get it done. And Chris has always gotten to the ledge right up on that and not gotten it done. And I'm I'm pulling for him. I, I, look, I'm pulling for both. I want to see Giannis win a title. I want to see Chris win a title. And both can't happen. Uh, I'm not – I don't want Bucks fans to say, uh, you know, I, I'm – pulling favorites here. I'm not, I'm, I legit want healthy competition. I want to see Chris build out his legacy. He's done a lot of great things for this game. And I want to see Giannis step into the mantle that he deserves as one of the great players of his generation. Uh, but we'll only get one of that this year. Uh, I think this is Chris's last chance uh, to, to get it done. I think he wants it so bad that it's a little bit of what we saw with like Kobe in game seven against the Celtics, where he just couldn't hit a shot where he wanted it so bad. It got in the way of his, his game. And that emotion was too much. Uh, and, you know, we'll see if he can push through it. I think the Suns are going to get this in, in six. Uh, I thought they were going to get it in five that last game. I thought it was going to be three, one Suns. So I'm really impressed with Giannis. He's, He's absolutely out of his mind, uh, which is wonderful for the NBA, and it's great to see for Milwaukee fans. Uh, I, I, if Chris loses to Giannis, do you say, oh, it's, it's Chris and he got in his own way, or do you just say you just met uh, a, 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 an elite talent who makes everybody else in the NBA look pretty pedestrian? I mean, let's be honest. This guy's athleticism makes everybody else look like, yeah, you're, you're pretty cool. <laughs> Giannis is something else. Not bad for a guy who looked like he'd ripped his, one of his legs off. Uh, in the last <laughs> round. I mean, uh, absurd. Last one, Eric, uh, really, really quick, I guess, staying with Chris Paul, you know, as we have the hand wringing and wondering what the, the next best of three brings his contract and the potential for the opt out and a, and a bigger three, four year deal. I mean, do, do you sign him? If, if you're the, the sons and you win, do you feel compelled that you have to bring him back? Or, or how does this play out for him at this point? Well, so I wrote about this, I think maybe in June, like a while ago, that from my intel said is that he's uh, considering opting out, leaning towards opting out to go for something like $100 million over three years. And that's actually a discount in that he's going to get $44 million for this next year. If he opts out, he'd be taking like about $33 million or whatever. 
So he'd be taking a discount for the first year, but then he'd be very expensive the next couple of years. Uh, and that's a lot of pressure on the Suns because they're going to have to pay DeAndre Ayton, and I feel like he's earned a max contract. Uh, they're going to have to pay uh, Mikal Bridges, who's at least $20 million, if not a max. And so it gets very expensive because you're paying Devin Booker, and I don't know if Robert Sarver, the owner of that team, is willing to pay the luxury tax or not. The rule of thumb is, is you pay the tax if you're a contender, and clearly – they're a contender. So uh, these are those are tough questions. I know the Knicks, at least from what my intel is, is that they are very interested. He's got uh, Leon Rose over there, who was formerly his agent. A lot of CAA ties, CAA sports. Uh, a lot of the decisions that are made, just like we talked about the Lakers with Clutch and, and Rich Paul, is, is basically everything we said there applies to the Knicks, but it's CAA. And uh, those agent connections matter. So I think Chris is going to get his money. I think it makes sense to me on paper that he should stay in Phoenix. I think he wants to stay in Phoenix. And if the Suns are willing to pay him, he's absolutely going to go out there and do whatever he can to help them repeat or at least get back to the finals. And, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have all these answers in not that long. I mean, free agency is, what, in like less than a month. So we're we're on the cusp of finding out all the answers to these crazy questions. Exactly. And we're going to put all sorts of scenarios through and, and we'll start feeding them to you as we talk to you uh, leading up to that moment, Eric. <laughs> All right. You're the best. Eric Pinkus with us uh, at Eric Pinkus on Twitter. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you so much. Capologist, writer, instructor, Bleacher Report, Basketball Insiders, NBA TV, at Sports Biz Class as well. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the Three and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is. Year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time to get into a little bit of fantasy football talk. Why? Because the roster construction uh, has begun, the tiering and number pulls. As we played a little bit yesterday, Dan, The do you remember the 2020 season? And obviously a lot of injuries that maybe we've forgotten players in new spots and readjusting to things. So I I thought it might be good for a couple of minutes to look at the ADP. Uh, I'm looking at fantasy pros where I contribute my rankings each week. All right. uh, And I'll do so uh, in the preseason as well. Uh, And I'm looking at their, the current consensus. Mine are in uh, construction. They'll be added to the site in short order and we'll get them link up. Uh, from my initial rankings early next week, starting to produce some video blob um, blobs is what I call them because they're like a minute uh, blurbs uh, would be the written side of things. Uh, but all of that will be up. And then I watch Flex season two with Dan coming back here in short order as well. But I, I look at the ADP as it sits and one stands out in the tier two immediately and Saquon Barkley in the at the number four spot in current mocks. And I just scratch my head and I say, why? I like the individual talent. 
right? Obviously, Monster, you know I celebrate Quadzilla and guys that don't skip mm-hmm. leg day. His offensive line's terrible. <laughs> it's it's a bad offensive line. They're completely reconstructed. They've got some good skill position players. They've retooled things for Daniel Jones, which I have to ask questions about Daniel Jones, ball security, all of that. And obviously last year, a different year for everybody, and the fact that Barkley wasn't there contributed to some of Daniel Jones' failure. But you can't say it's 100%. The guy, if he's the guy, he still has to rally. So for Saquon Barkley to be drafted fourth overall, uh, that's an absolute no-go for me. It's just the the fact of the names and the guys that you would be passing on him, you know, for. The, and, and is it is it really is it really worth the risk to say goodbye to Nick Chubb or Jonathan Taylor for Saquon Barkley? I I agree with you. I, I it would take a lot of guts to be able to do that. I, I plus those two teams that are the, the players that I just mentioned, for example, are way better than what the Giants are at this point. And the jury is absolutely still out on what is going to happen with the Giants. You mentioned Daniel Jones, and yeah, they may be down and and uh, need to throw the ball. So maybe Saquon Barkley's there for receptions. But hey, you just put a lot of money into the receivers. So if you're losing, you better throw some, you know, throw those passes to Kenny Galladay. I'm I'm completely with you on that one. I am going to go to a different position, more of the wide receiver position, and it's just basically in the wide receiver class, Mike. I have serious questions about Michael Thomas. And Michael Thomas right now is ranked 10th amongst uh, the the wide receivers, would be in the third tier. But when I see the names that are below Michael Thomas at this point, like a Keenan Allen, like a C.D. Lamb, uh, like an Allen Robinson, or I, those are the names that I would rather take than Michael Thomas, not knowing what is exactly going to happen in New Orleans. And even if Jameis Winston wins that starting job, I'm not sure there's going to be as much of a rapport with Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas as there was with Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. So I think there'll be some growing pains there. So I just, Michael Thomas right now as a top 10 wide receiver for me is a little tough when a guy like Keenan Allen is, that would be more of a pick for me as opposed to to Michael Thomas. Keenan Allen stats for days. And you you don't know how much you're going to have the Jameis Winston versus Taysom Hill. issue it shouldn't be in theory Jameis Winston's your guy look at the uh proficiency uh down in Tampa obviously the interceptions but in theory you've got a year plus working in a system to where he said it was like getting a doctorate degree so in theory uh you're going to be better off I'm going all the way to the top I'm not drafted Tyreek Hill first among Mm. wide receivers 15 touchdowns that number is an outlier that number just, I don't know that that will be replicated here uh, in, in a big way. You go back 6, 7, then he had 12 and 18, uh, missed to several games so in 2019, uh, down to seven touchdowns again, and then 15 last year. Just when, when you break down and you're looking at big hit potential, and it's not predicting injury, it's just more a distribution and, and defensive strategy here. For him, I'm looking at him as a wide receiver one, and that doesn't mean I'm going to Devontae Adams, but I'd be looking at Diggs. We've made the argument in the past as we've we've joined together on these things, Dan, where you start looking at DK Metcalf and Calvin Ridley as guys who could shoot up there as well. 
Tyreek Hill to me uh, is if you're we're just playing best ball end of season stats. Okay, maybe I get there, but on a week to week basis, can't do it. I give I'll give you just another name, and it's at the quarterback position, and it's a guy that for he's going to be drafted for all of the reasons that you shouldn't draft him. And that's Matthew Stafford of the Rams. Right now, 12th overall as in the average draft position of, of quarterbacks. So if you're in a 12-team lead, maybe you're starting Matthew Stafford. I'd rather start Joe Burrow. I'd rather start Trevor Lawrence in those situations who right now are, are below him. I may even rather start Matt Ryan. And the reason being, I mean, maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick. The, Matthew Stafford was great because he's a good football player. But the Lions were always down, and there was so much on his shoulders to try to bring the Lions back from deficits. The Rams have a much better running game, better running game. It's going to be the best running back, running game that he's ever going to have in his career. You've got a defense that is arguably the best in the National Football League, and the Rams are in a team that is in contention to win the NFC West and maybe go to the Super Bowl. And, Mike, there are going to be numbers there, but I don't think that it's essential for Matthew Stafford to be the Matthew Stafford in Detroit. In fact, I don't think that the Rams want him to be that guy. I think they love Matthew Stafford, but honestly, for the type of team that they're going to to be, I don't think you're going to see those pinball-like numbers that he would maybe put up in Detroit at times. I actually think they're going to be uh, more conservative numbers just because of how good the Rams are and how the Rams are going to be winning football games. My last one, I'm going to circle back to the other side of, well, same same stadium, I guess the other locker room, uh, and looking at Justin Herbert. And the numbers he put up over 4,300 yards, 36 touchdowns, 10 interceptions came in. Remember, he wasn't going to be on the field. Uh, had that injury not befallen Terod Taylor, uh, the accidental needle uh, that changed the course of a season. But those pinball numbers, uh, we usually see a little bit of a regression in a sophomore season. I, I'm still with you on Keenan Allen. He's one of my favorites to watch. Uh, but for Herbert, uh, I would expect a little more balance, particularly if that e- defense is healthy, right? Yeah. That you don't have to go into shootouts every game and, and really – putting up 30 points a game to try to eke out victories and, and have that second half surge like they have so many times. I'm looking at you, Derwin James. Stay on the field. <laughs> oh, man. If, by, the, by the way, I want to add with the Stafford thing, at least with a guy like Trevor Lawrence, if you're going to play him, I don't know how much Joe Burrow's going to be running after his injury, but you're also going to get some rushing yards. You're also going to get some rushing scores at that time. I think that's going to help as well. I, I The numbers that Matthew Stafford may put up with the, the Rams are – could be identical or even uh, what I think could be a little less than what he had in Detroit. And to me, to have him at 12 is not worthy at this point. There you go. You may, made the uh, point about rushing. Uh, Herbert also had five rushing touchdowns last year. So you expect a, a, you don't you don't anticipate that. We, we've we made that mistake in the past of assuming guys are going to mm-hmm. continue to carry the mail themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, I, and those those are become fluky. I, I had another name that I wrote down that I'm just going to mention this. Miles Sanders in the Philadelphia situation, it seems to be a complete mess. And while I think that Miles Sanders may be their best offensive player, if they do anything on offense th- this upcoming season, I think it's going to be a similar to Kyler Murray, 
Kenyon Drake last year, where Kyler Murray stole a lot of goal line. And you and I talked about it on the podcast because I would go nuts because I had Kenyon Kenyon Drake sure. on my team. That that Kyler Murray's the one taking the the runs at the goal line. I think if Philadelphia gets in those situations, don't expect Miles Sanders to be that guy. I think that Jalen Hurts would be the guy to steal those rushing touchdowns. Take it himself, or maybe uh, Goddard or other red zone yeah. hero to be named later. Uh, as the, we get flowing, see, doesn't it, it's it's good to get the uh, football juices flowing though. I want to go hit something. <laughs> I know. Where'd Bobo I, go? Bring the, it back. The, there was there they were replaying old games on the NFL Network, and it was a it may have been a Packer Bear game the other no, it was a Packer Vikings game. That's what it was, and it had Aaron Rodgers, and it showed his stats, and it was like seven for 12, 70 yards, and a touchdown. And I read that as seven fantasy points. <laughs> like, that's what I read it as. Four for the touchdown, three for the yardage, 20 yards a point. Uh, that's a, a, exactly And I'm like, I can't wait to get into that mode again when you see the stats and you can automatically tally how many fantasy points it is for your team. Mental oh. math is a big thing. There was also folks, uh, you know, talking about how they leave the closed captioning on their television because they can sneak in some summer reading for their kids. See? See? There's opportunities. There's math. There's some reading. We, we Now we just need a little bit of history mixed therein. Happy birthday, Barry Sanders. I mean, you know, you got all of those things. Go watch the Barry Sanders highlights while you continue to listen to us here at Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio. Dan Pyre is in for Jason Smith tonight. And when that happens, you know, Dan dresses up in a suit and he's got his stick microphone at the ready. And he likes to get people together. And let's bring our Fox family together as we play the feud once again on the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Fox family tonight made up of Mike Harmon, Ryan Bershinger, Alex Tyshirt and Steve DeSager. Guys, hey, Steve. Hey. top hey. eight answers on the board. All right. There was a bit of a hint on what the topic was tonight. We are veering away from the world of sports as the wonderful internet has given us the top eight most consumed meats in the world. Oh, wow. That's what I'm we out. have. <laughs> top eight consumed meats in the world. It's been real, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that has been real. A pass is still available. This is only usually for Alex Teicher, but the whole team can use it. If you use it, that means no one else can use it again. We will reveal an answer if you use the pass. If you get stumped, remember three strikes, you are out. This taken from some website that total that totaled the uh, amount of consumed meats back in 2018. So forgive me if this meat has expired. Mike Harmon, we start with you. The top eight most consumed meats in the world. Well, seeing as I, I monitor regularly the price of wings uh, and making sure that anybody I'm investing in has their dollars locked up, we got to talk about chicken. All right. Show me chicken. Third on the list. Wow. 99.7 wow. million tons of chicken consumed i don't know if it's annually that's my that's guess but, sick. but <laughs> chicken is off the board let's go over to ryan bershinger our executive producer dan where's the beef <laughs> i'll tell you <ya. laughs> show me <laughs> show wow. me beef 
That commercial ran before Burr's existed. There you go. I don't know. Where's the beef? It's number four on our list. 69 million tons. Four? Yes. That's amazing. Four. That's right. That's, that is correct. Let's go over to Alex Tyson. Oh, gosh, Dan. This goes against everything I stand for just doing this segment, but let's do this. I think I know number one, and I think it is the swimmers under the sea. I'm going to go fish, Dan. Oh, let's see. Are you fishing for a winner? Show me fish. Number two oh, on what? our list. Wow. Number two. Really? Yes. Fish, 107 million tons. I can't wait to see all the viruses my phone got from finding this ranking. <laughs> all right, over to the news desk and Steve DeSager. Let me just clarify, with beef, we're covering everything, ground beef, steak, hamburgers. That is correct. Everything. That is Asana correct. Pollo. Okay. The cow. <laughs> Uh, no, you you went pollo. That is yeah, chicken. Stop it. Stop it. We just said the cow. Uh, Vaca. Uh, including the U.S. I, how about turkey somewhere here? Show me turkey. Number seven right. on our list. Right. Turkey. According to this poll, uh, United States of America, the country consuming the most turkey, 5.6 million tons per year. Four for four, back around to Mike Harmon. Ready? I'm thinking global, and I'm thinking of, of a soccer workout I took my daughter to the other day, and at some point we stopped because, like, what the hell is that moving behind the shrubbery? It turned out they had unleashed about 200 goats on the hillside to go yeah, after the it, vegetation. Yeah. So, yeah. And nobody loves roasted goat meat more than I do. All right. Show me goat. There it is, number six on our list. 13 million tons wow. annually consumed. Goat is on our list. Tons. Five for Still five. Sick. Fish, chicken, beef, goat, and turkey off the list. Looking for the eight most consumed meats in the world as of 2018. Ryan Bershinger, pastel available. No strikes so far. Let's go pork. Oh, there, there you go. Oh, there, there it go. is. Same said with, more than others. Said with confidence, <laughs> show me pork. Number one answer. Really? Yes, 121 Number million one. tons. Uh, 21 million consumed by me with uh, ribs and whatnot. Six mm. for six. Over to Alex Tyshirt. <sighs> Dan. Uh, I don't even know if I could even let you use the pass right now since nobody's oh, got thanks. any wrong. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> let, let me partake in something. I, I'm going to go, and this sucks to say because they're so cute, man. Give me lamb. Oh, mm. lamb. Delicious. Show me lamb. There it no. is, sheep. That includes mutton. Really? So mutton would be mm, on the list. Mutton. Yes. I know Jerry Seinfeld's not a fan of <laughs> Mima no or Grandma's mutton. Stick it in your pockets. Yeah. Mima. <laughs> you stole my napkins. <laughs> All right. Seven for seven for the perfect game. We go over to the news desk and on, Steve. Steve. Where was Lamb on the list? Uh, lamb was on the list. Number five, 15 five. million tons. Okay, so we're taking care, like any sausages has been taken care of because you yes. got pork or chicken. Correct. Okay, all right. Wow. Wow. We're okay. looking for animals here. They, they, I guessed. I guessed. <laughs> <laughs> with me. Yes. That was my first clue. Uh, okay, when I was in South Dakota, they had bison burgers, so I'll go with buffalo or bison. Okay, is it bison slash buffalo? No, it is not. It is not. Back around to Mike Harmon. Well, we once had a uh, professional eater on talking about horse meat sandwiches. 
Ouch. Uh, all right. Is it horse? No. Horse was actually 12th on the list, How about though. that, Jake? Oh, my gosh. You thought, you thought yes. I was really off base and being wacky. All right. Ryan Bershinger, it's up to you. All right. Uh, so we, we have fish up there. Is that all seafood? Uh, yes. Okay, Pork, okay. fish, chicken, beef, sheep, goat, turkey. The only other guess I have, then, is rabbit. Oh. Rabbit. Ooh, oh, a little hot. Are we going to be hopping the victory? Is it rabbit? Uh, oh! I just thought, is it is it duck? Show me duck. Oh! Yes. There oh, it, there it is. Duck. I've got a good recipe I can share with you all. Oh, That's right. Man. I, I make duck. Not the occasion. ducks. Oh, yeah. Delicious. So we got duck, duck, but no goose. Uh, goose was ninth, rabbit 10, camel 11th, horse 12. Camel? They didn't, they didn't make our uh, top, top Camel came list. in ahead of a horse, huh? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> the cigarettes were included. No, I'm oh, kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirt is now after all of the meat. <laughs> goes, my really, that's, that's where it, it tipped the scale for you there, T-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> There's cigarettes in it, man. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.